0: This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie Dechelle from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. Put your put your finger finger on Revelation chapter five, as I speak. I want to say that. Um, Challenged, totally challenged all the speakers who have been speaking. You've really touched my life from the beginning this morning. Seated there, yeah, the Lord has really transformed me. I want to thank God for Bishop Julian, especially when he said, How many have you lost? So I I don't want to be one of those that will lose. And so, you know, think about it. Paul had 67 recorded friends. And uh, except for those who ran away from him, he did not miss any of those who remained with him. And it's my heart that when I'm old, I look back and say, the Lord has helped me to honor those who God gave me. And so, we thank you, Pastor Tom, for organizing such a thing. And also, Pastor Bonnie, we are excited what you are doing in the nation. Since the day you landed in this nation, the Lord has raised you to be a father in this nation. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Now, from the first uh, session this morning, I'm just thinking, hey, that means all God has set up for us here, and there is an open heaven that the Lord has showed me that this whole week, even up to Saturday, uh, the Lord has assured me the nation of Zimbabwe is operating under an open heaven. It's an open heaven, and no one can resist that. And, and and I'm just feeling right from the first speaker that it has been uh, like we have entered a season of violence I don't know if you are catching what is being given here
1: a season of violence
0: and then Bishop Julian comes in this way yeah, it's a jersey that's being knitted and we thank God for it really thank God I want you to hands for my wife. I'm with my wife here today. My son, my daughter. Yeah. No, you didn't do it well. Let's, let's clap hands for the first lad. Mahabab. Uh, whilst we're standing, let's open our Bibles to the book of Revelation chapter 5 from verse 4. So I wept much with the time washer. Can somebody take this woman to the foyer and talk to her and talk to her until I'm finished? (laughs) From verse 4, So I wept much, John says, because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamp as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne, Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamp, each having a harp and golden boughs full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every tribe, every tongue, and people, and nation. And have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. We thank you, Father, for a moment that we have in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for touching our lives by the power of your word. Let nothing of mine impede the flow of your spirit in this place now. As you speak to us. Through these lips of clay. Thank you, Father. We give you this time now. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Like I said, I, it's, it's, it's a season of violence the Lord has given us. You see, when I was a young boy growing up in the Urumwe area... My father had left the family and uh, for reasons that I did not really bother to ask. And, uh, my wife, my, my mother was the only one with us in the home. She was a very God-fearing woman and uh, she was in the AFM. Now, because she was God-fearing, each time we were about to go to bed, she would, we would sit around and she would be telling some stories. And uh, she would always tell a story and then lend a message uh, by giving me wisdom. One day, she ended a story which I don't really remember, but she, she gave me a wisdom. She said, when you happen to see
1: a young child
0: seated by a very big snake, a black mamba, it will be foolishness squared. If you were to go with a big stick and start to hit the snake, because in the ensuing mayhem, in the ensuing disorder, you might kill the child, or you might kill, you might, you might, uh, the snake might bite the child. And so it gave me some wisdom. He said, "She said, if you, if you want to get anything out of this situation, save the child. You need." To go slowly to the snake. Slowly luring the snake away from the child by a stick. And then when the aggressive mamba leaves the baby's vicinity coming to you, that's when you now reveal the other side of your life. Fight the mamba and kill it. So first of all, you hide in innocence, and then finally kill. You see, today when I look at this story, I, I, I connected it with how Jesus Christ came. Our Savior came, hiding behind one face, and then at striking range, he then displayed the other. I strongly feel that we've entered a season where you have to get what you belongs to you violently. I strongly believe the preachers that have been preaching here are talking about you grabbing what belongs to you. And I want you to know that it's possible because with God all things are possible. Uh, The portion of scripture that we read is enlightening because it gives us something that I'm going to expound on so that we see how we can really shout and, and get results where we can roar like a lion and get results. So I'm teaching on a message I've entitled, The Lion in the Lamp. I'll first of all give you a synopsis of how God's plan of salvation came wound up in these two images. The Lion in the Lamp. And how the church of Jesus Christ should continue to operate along the same ministry to achieve results, thus plundering hell. The angel, if I might go back to the scripture, say to John, do not weep. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. The lion of the tribe of Judah giving the human nature of Jesus Christ and then the, 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 the other side, the limp nature, giving the character of Jesus Christ. So whichever way you look at it, when you first read that portion of scripture, it gives you uh, the picture of power, gives you the picture of ferocity, authority, dominion, wisdom knowledge, focus, forward-looking, unrelenting zeal. And all these are characteristics of a lion. The angel clarifies to John, the lion of the tribe of Judah has been found and is the one to open the scroll. Now watch the next verse. The next verse says, And I looked and behold in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamp. As though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. Oh, that description of a lion is actually a lamp. As though it was slain under seven horns, obviously seven horns, horns speaking of power, horns speaking, and number seven itself, speaking of completion, speaking of uh, the number of God that means we are talking of perfected power, and then we see the seven eyes the Bible says talks of the seven eyes talking of knowledge, wisdom, foresight, focus, so the description of the Lamb is amazing. The lamb has perfected power, the lamb has knowledge, the lamb has wisdom, the lamb lamb has foresight, the lamb. It's amazing. When you really look at it, it's describing a lion. So, ladies and gentlemen, hidden in the lion, in the lamp, is a lion. You will see this oxymoron throughout the Old Testament and even in the New Testament. And I want you, your life never to be the same again because once you know how to roar you roar continuously. You will be unstoppable. Once you know that when you roar, you're not, you're not making noise, you'll be unstoppable. Now, if I was to give a few examples, the Lamb appears for crossover at the Red Sea. You remember the scriptures. And just before that, the, 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 the Lord God was to set free the children of Israel and he says to Moses you take a lamp let each family take a lamp slay it blood gushes out put the blood on the lintel of the doors and then watch what will happen so take note what was presented for deliverance of the children of Israel was not a lion it was a lamp and immediately, after the people obeyed God, the lion nature comes and the Bible says, for the Lord will pass through to strike Egyptians. The lion roared. Now when the lion rose there and all the firstborn of children of Egypt died, we see ferocity. We see power. We see dominion. We see striking power. And this is the image of a lion. The children of Israel are set free. They come to the Red Sea. Another good example. And God said to Moses, don't cry to me anymore. Just raise up a stick. So a simple rod stood for the lamb. It's, It's lampish. As soon as it was straight forth the lion image appeared and the sea gave in the sea gave in and the children of Israel walked on dry ground now take note the parting of the sea is the power and is the image of the lion so the same jesus presenting the same the two images Again, in verse 27 of chapter 14 of Exodus, Moses stretched out the lamp and the lion killed all the Egyptians. The lion in the lamp executes judgment. Now, I don't want you to forget this, it changed my life. The lamp is a sacrifice that qualifies the lion. The lamb gives passage to the lion. There are so many people who have roared, who have taken scriptures and just roared. And there were no results because the roaring of a lion was not anchored in the lamb image. And sometimes people have climbed up mountains to pray and fast, but they are bitter. They've climbed up to go and fast and pray, not for God to, to help them forgive somebody, but maybe to look for power, to get their marriages changed, transformed, to get their business running. And God is saying, I don't see the first part of this. In Exodus chapter 17, the children of Israel have just come from a big miracle. They've crossed on dry ground, Red Sea, and Amalek comes to fight them. And Joshua is the military figure, he's the military man. He goes into the valley to fight Amalek. I think, I'm, I'm just adding here, it's not really explained. I think Joshua started to fight the Amalek. And he found it he was losing. In other words, he was displaying the lion image without the lamp base. And immediately God said, "No, no, no, no! That's not the way. It's done. You, Moses, climb up that hill, take the rod of God, and 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 what are you doing? You, you just lift it up. It's lampish. It's foolish." The Bible says as long Moses rod was raised up Israel was conquering the Amalekites and when he got tired Joshua started to lose in the valley so the real war the real victory in the season that we are going into the, the real victory is not coming in the valley the real victory is the lampish activity on the hill. I want you to get it because we can shout the way we want, command the devil out in the name of Jesus Christ as long we are not anchored in the image that God respects. The other side of his son we will not make it. we would want to stand up and reign i know and i know the lord has opened the heavens oh hallelujah the lord started to make me see some giants in this place there are some people who are meant to be giants in the continent of africa who are meant to be giants in the whole world we will talk about them we will read about them and it can be you standing in front sitting before me now we will talk about you in years to come We are going to talk about you. But you cannot listen to what I'm saying right now. You cannot listen to every speaker that's coming up. There is a permission that's given to the operations of power. And that permission is given by the lamp side of Jesus Christ. Now enter Jesus. And in John chapter 1 verse 29, the Bible says, the next day John saw Jesus coming towards him and he said, behold, the Lamb of God. He did not say the lion. Why? Because he was now starting ministry and he had to lay a foundation so that the lion would appear. Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is He of whom I said, "After me comes a man who is preferred before me, for He was before me." This is He. And the Lamb started to walk this earth. He showed so much love. He showed so much compassion. He loved the unlovable. He gave peace to those who had no peace. He rubbed, he removed tears of many, healed the sick. He, in each time you see it, he would act the lamp and then the lion. He was born in a manger. If they were looking for him at his clinic, they would never get him. In a manger. He took the cup. He died during Passover. He did not say a word. Isaiah 53 gives the picture. Who has believed our report? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, And when we see him, there's no beauty we should desire him. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid our faces as if it were. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised from our iniquities and the chastisement for our peace was upon him. As a sheep led to the slaughter is he silent. He said no word. On the cross, he said no word. And then at the right time, when the operations of the lamb were coming to an end in that hour, He says when they gave him the vinegar, John chapter 19, the Bible says that one he took it. The first one he refused. But the second one he took it. By the way, they would give Anastasia so that you die better. But he refused the first one. He said, I don't need anesthesia. I want to receive everything 100%. I want to receive that, that HIV and AIDS 100%. I want to get to my body the suffering of that woman in the 21st century 100%. I'm going to get everything 100%. No anesthesia." But the second one, he took it. Because it's you and I were supposed to take it. He took it and he said, It is finished. The bible says he gave up the ghost, nobody killed my master, he released his spirit. And when he do that, he did that, the lion appeared. The bible says there was an earthquake, graves were opened, oh riba Baba Shamandala, graves were opened. Eh, 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 eh. When the lion starts to operate, everything seems picnic. Whatever the devil does seems picnic. Because when the lion of the tribe of Judah starts to roar inside of you, it's unbelievable. He who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above, that you can ask or think according to the power that works within us. I want to say to somebody here who is a business person or somebody who, is, who wants to get into politics. You are allowed, some of you are allowed to do that. Yeah, because we need righteous people up there. I want, you, I want you to know that it will not be accomplished if that lion does not roar inside of you. That lion must roar but it's inside of you. Everything you need is right inside of you. Hey, graves were opened. And people that had died way back were seen walking in Jerusalem. Hey! He conquered principalities. You were healed at Calvary. Your marriage was sorted out at Calvary. It was all done there. And finally, a seen in Revelation 5, at the consummation of time, right there.
1: As he plays out everything
0: that happened down there. John says, "Do not." the angel says, do not weep John. The lion of the tribe of Judah has conquered. To take this book and read it. I'm not talk, talking about what was inside the book. Although we get a revelation from chapter 6. But what is important is that the lamp stood up. And took the scroll. But with a description of a lion. So I started to see some principles that the church of Jesus Christ must get. I started to see some principles. I started to see the first one is in order to find we must lose. Matthew 16 verse 24. The Bible says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Giving in all its forms is losing. It's lamp nature. Giving in all its forms is exactly what Jesus did. It's, It's losing. But it gives way to the roaring lion. it's painful. Even business painful. operates on the same principle. It's painful. It reminds me when I, when I gave up my job at Campbell's Corporation as a chemical engineer by profession. done masters in food technology, everything, and I was educated. And the Lord spoke with all the benefits I had. I said to my wife, the Lord has said, I must go back full-time, go into full-time ministry. It was losing. <laughs> if you don't lose, the lion will not roar. But secondly, I start to find the lamb nature goes extra mile. All the time. Matthew chapter 5, the Bible gives us a portion of scripture. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye. And a truth for it too. Matthew, Matthew chapter five, verse thirty-eight. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. You have to understand what that means. Verse forty-one. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him two. When, when Judas' reign was interrupted. And the Romans started to rule. You, you then get the Romans putting some stringent laws. One of the laws was a Roman, you can only carry a load for a Roman soldier, you Jews, for one man. You cannot go beyond that. That means duty was one mile. Just one man. Jesus comes and teaches very differently. He says, if they say to you, take take me one mile, give him another mile. Now that cannot be done by a lion. That cannot be done by a lion. Because some of us always want to operate on the lion's side. And we lose because we operate like a lion. Not the real lion. The devil is rose like a lion. And so so you you lose out because we are starting starting from from the the wrong end of the stick. He says but I say to you verse 44 love your enemies, bless those who curse me. But but there is a verse that I want there the one mile. That was this stipulated legal requirement. So, in life, if you only do the prescribed assignment stipulated and do not go extra mile, you miss the profit. Mm-hmm. I will show you. Luke chapter 17, 7 to 10. Luke 17, 7 to 10. It says, if you are there, say amen. And which of you having a servant plowing or tending sheep will say to him when he has come in from the field, come at once and sit down to eat? But will he not rather say to him, prepare something for my supper and get yourself and serve me till I've eaten and drunk, and afterward you'll eat and drink? Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. So likewise, when you have done all those things which you are commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty. Jesus Christ was setting out a principle that qualifies people for greatness. We are not rewarded by God for duty. My son, make sure we've got a men's meeting. Make sure that everything is in order. All the chairs are there. And then you put the chairs and then you sit. Pastor Tom can just reward you for that, but heaven will not. It's duty to pay tithes. It's the legal requirement. By the way, we don't give tithes, we pay. It's a legal requirement from God. But it's extra mile when you take 20 percent and give to God. We are all supposed to love our wives, but it's extra mile when you love him. as Christ loved the church and died for it. That's extra man. I took this thing very seriously, and with my wife, Mavis, I think I have one of the strongest marriages in the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. And I often say this at every platform, because the more you say it, the more it's sealed. The last time we quarreled was in 1992. In August. That's the last time we quarreled. Why? Because I want the extra mile. And it's only the lamp nature that can give you. Because the lamp nature gives you the character of Jesus Christ. (laughs) In life, never settle for less than you can. You You gradually become a one-miler. The servant carrying the Roman soldier's pack keeps his abilities alive by going beyond one mile. Beyond duty. Keeps his potential exploding. Beyond duty. Extra mile love Arouses God's anger against your enemies. Matthew chapter 5, verse 43, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Do you want to send God to war against your enemies? You got to love your enemies. The Bible says in the book of 1st John chapter 1 verse 14, now we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. If anyone does not love the brethren, he is abiding in death. It's not death of the flesh. Everything around you starts to die. Your business starts to die. Everything around your relationship starts to die because there's no love. Jesus is setting out a principle. I want the extra mile here. You are fasting and praying. And and, and even commanding your enemies to die. But Jesus is saying. I have nothing to do with that. Listen the Bible says in Proverbs 26 verse verse 2. A curse without a cause cannot land. Say after me a curse without a cause. Shall not land. Let's say the opposite: a curse with a cause will land. If you hate your enemy, some of them are witches. There is a cause. So when they curse, you are curseable. Even if you are speaking in tongues. The life principle in the kingdom of the devil is hatred, bitterness, and forgiveness. The life principle in the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, is love, forgiveness. So what connects us in the kingdom is love, forgiveness. What connects us is the nature that Jesus presented. Jesus Christ is love himself. So when you hate somebody in the church, you are operating in the principle of the kingdom of the devil. And be careful, some of the people in the church might be witches. So you connect with them by the power of hatred. One of my daughters came to me and said, Baba, these days I think I'm moving in the prophetic. I said, you're moving in the prophetic. Why? She said, each time I sleep, I dream all witches coming i said no you are actually becoming one very soon very soon because you get connected by hatred jesus loved the unlovable jesus forgave the unforgivable this is the lamp nature it then arouses god's anger against your enemies and it, he, he can kill, he cannot, it's him. Yeah. But when, when you say that's, that's of the, the devil. devil, when you say that the, 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 witch the witch must die when you say the witch must, the witch must die, there is hatred, so you're actually a better witch than the other person. <laughs> so I've learned so to release people. people. I've learned so to release people. people. In my right there where I stay, I think I know witches cannot even come close that house because the lion is roaring every day, because it has permission to roar. The realm of extra mile is the realm of champions. It is the realm of champions. Yeah, God God honors honors and rewards extra miles. Second Kings chapter 2 from verse 9. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I may do for you before I'm taken away from you. Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Hey, that's big. That's very big. So he said, you've asked the hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me go, when I'm taken away, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happens. All he was saying is, we're going to move in the same extra mile. I'm an extra miler. I'm in front of you, but you're going to be in the extra mile so that you're able to see me. I want to say to this church, we have a great man in this ministry. We have a great man in this nation. Pastor Tom Dujel. Maybe you don't know. But I know. Hallelujah. But 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 all he's doing right now, all he's doing right now he's traveling, and those who are in the extra mile can see him. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Do you really see Tom? A name is not just a pronouncement of letters. A name is character, vision. What has made him to be what he is. But how many can see him? That's what the man of God was saying. If you see me, go. Then you will receive it. If you don't see me, go. You will not receive it. And so the Bible says, that I think that young man could not sleep. He was just watching. He was cleaning the jacket of the man of God. He was doing everything for the man of God. And then when Elijah was taken, all the other people were watching. They did not see what is important, but Elisha saw what was important. He saw the jacket fall down. And he took the jacket. Now listen to what he says. My father, my father. He did not say my father. Double. I have received a double portion. My father, my father. The chariots of Israel. And the horsemen thereof. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, before you roar in this season. There is a lamp nature that you must observe. That was in Christ Jesus. Before you Take anything from this man. You must be able to see him. Elijah is gone. Elisha remains with Gehaz. Gehaz was not even traveling in the first mile. He was zero. The other time the man of God sees a woman run. The woman, the Shunammite woman says, my child has died. And then this, the, the, the man of God says, take my stuff, Gehaz. And run and put it on the body of the child. But do not talk to anyone. If anyone asks you anything, don't. And then he goes, he comes back, he says, I've put this thing, nothing has happened. Why? He never saw Elisha. The same stuff that did miracles did nothing on the baby. Probably was going saying to people, Finally, I've got this stuff. I've been given this stuff. Finally, I've got it. Now, listen, listen, as I conclude, listen to the other woman, the, 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 the same Shunammite woman. I want to read you some, the 2nd Kings chapter 4. Then he said, 4 verse 8. Now, it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem where there was a notable woman and she persuaded him to eat some food so it was as often as he passed by he would turn in there to eat some food now this is the normal duty in Mtoko, if you go to Mtoko they will give you water that's duty verse 9 says and she said to her husband one day look now I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please, let us make a small upper room on the wall and let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand so it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. Now that's extra mile. That's extra mile. You, you want, want to be a great, great person? You want the lion, lion to roar? Give him platform. With character. Give him platform. Otherwise, he will not operate. Meet a young man. Says, Baba. This young man is now an evangelist. He says, Baba. I've I've got a power that when I'm walking in the streets my hand just goes up high and it points somewhere where I go there's somebody sick there and then I pray for him, give him a red cloth and they get healed I'm showing you then that gifts are on the lion's side the fruit of the spirit is on the lamb's side And there are nine gifts of the Spirit and nine fruit of the Spirit, so that the gifts operate seated on the platform of character. How dangerous it is an evangelist who preaches like an angel, and then slips around in town. Another young man came to me. I will finish the other one. Came to me and said, "Baba, you preached a message that touched me because I'm confused." Because I sleep with the prostitute on Saturday. And on Sunday, I'm invited all over Arari, big churches. And I go to preach. And what what, what amazes me is after sleeping with the prostitute, in the morning on Sunday, when I just make an altar call and say, Hallelujah to people, people fall down. So he was saying, I don't know what power now. That's why I'm asking a question. What's the source of your power? So this young man says, when the hand lifts up and I go there, I pray for people, get healed. I said, so that it sounds good. What's the problem? He said, the problem is I have a problem with my back. When I go into the toilet, my intestines come out. So pray for me. I said, no, no, no. I will not rush to pray for you. Because once a demon is legal grounds, we waste time. Actually, when I pray for a person it goes for about 10 minutes, we stop with my, my wife. Let's talk, Let's talk to this you. one. The devil must be having a legal ground. And so he said, no, no, no. I said, where did you get the power? He said, I went into the mountain to pray. There are two guys who came from South Africa. They were in tinted glasses and Mercedes-Benz. And they told us, they told me, do you want power? They asked me, do you want power? I said, yes. They said, okay. You go into the mountain with this cloth. going." fast 10 days and 10 nights so i'm not worried whether you fasted the lord are you sitting on the lamp nature and she said you said from there when i came out 10 days 10 nights my hand was just lifting i said you could not pull it i said no once it starts to go up i can pull it down we prayed for that young man, he renounced. I said, when you went to pray, did you have a Bible? He said, No. Just prayer, prayer. Listen, prayer, 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 prayer. without the word will blow you up. And wait, 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 without prayer will puff you up. Oh, there are some lions here that must rise in this season. I'm sensing that there are lions which must rise up in these seasons. That's why great men of God would announce and say in Psalms 27. They would just say it from nowhere. Now I know they were sitting on another face. They would declare things. Elijah would just say from nowhere. There won't be any rain until at my work. He didn't even say until at God's word. Why? Because he was one with him. You are seated on character. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid of? When the wicked rose up against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though war may rise against me, I will not be afraid. and army men came against me in this I'll be confident one thing I've desired of the Lord that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord and behold his face for in the day of trouble he will hide me lion he will hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle oh can somebody in this place After having understood the messages that came up, stand up and start to pray and claim what belongs to you. Repent first. Where you have made mistakes of depending on yourself, just claim what the devil has stolen for many years. Claim it back. Claim it back. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and claim it back. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and claim it back in the name of jesus christ father we thank you you have given us an opportunity to display the lion nature and lord because the heavens are open upon us today lord we pray that every prayer that comes before you will be answered oh father in the name of jesus christ we bring down every lie of the enemy we bring down the lie of satan we pull down in the name of jesus christ strongholds that the enemy As to put in our minds, we pull down in the name of Jesus every sickness, we pull down every demonic stronghold in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, come on, come on. You can claim, get back what belongs to you, get back, get back. Let the lion roar, let the lion roar. We give you glory, we give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ raise up your hands as I pray just raise up your hands say after me Lord Jesus I thank you today for you have given me victory now I know I cannot roar without the bleeding. help me therefore stay in character from today so that my roaring will not be noise, but will have impacts in the kingdom of the devil. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Glorify His name. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.